Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. This is episode 51, and today we're going to be talking about our all-time favorite wrestling tees. I am your host, Professor Jeremy Vilmer. I am sitting on a futon, and now the star of the show, Bobby Blaze. Hey, man, I hope you're not laying in that wet spot Melinda left for that futon. <laughs> I told her to bring some baking powder in there. Man, that futon had some wet spots on it, Professor. I'm not going to lie. Oh, well, man, it's good to be back on the air. Enjoy your futon, my friend. Melinda well, was there, and she left her mark. <laughs> yes, she did. We are we are broadcasting live from the Bell to Bell Flophouse. How are you, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to our show, man. <laughs> oh, no. Now we're yeah. off with a shot. What's yeah, happening, Bobby? You... How's everything going over your way? Oh, man, it's going okay. You know, just excited about this episode since we, we thought about this one last week. And uh, I've been excited. I, we have good episodes, you know, and sometimes if something comes up and talking to people and, man, we start talking about someone says something about a, a T-shirt and they're like, I wouldn't wear one of these. I, they say like John Cena or something, some modern day. And I know he's been around for a long time. And the next day, like, you know, top 10 T-shirts. And we're not even going to do a top 10. We're going to do our favorite T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said, man, I got a lot to say about that. And I was like, so do I. And I know we had people interacting with us on Twitter and stuff. And I was like, this is going to be a fun topic, you know, from, from our favorite T-shirts. So I was just excited as usual, you know, man. It's glad to be recording again and glad to be doing a podcast. And I'm glad we got a lot of friends and fans out there listening to us, man. I think they enjoy the show from what they give us the feedback on, at least my Twitter. You know, it's all good. All good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and yes, welcome back, everybody out there in podcast and YouTube land. Thank you for joining us again. There's a couple things we got to cover today before we get started, but, um, you know, I've, I've been going back and listening to some of our old shows, and I realize we, we really dick around the first 10 minutes of the show. I think we're going to start <laughs> moving after this episode. I think we're going to move shout-outs and everything to the center of the show so we don't do okay. that anymore. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, in news this week, we have lost one of the greatest champions of all time. Yes. Um, we are going to take a quick couple seconds and, uh, you know, have a three-bell three, uh, three bell salute to Harley Race. Rest in peace, Harley Race. It's funny when you look at his title reigns now. Eight doesn't sound like a lot, but when he was an eight-time NWA champion, that was a shit ton of times. Oh, man, absolutely. And he he was, they said, the last real-world champion. You know, we've talked about mm-hmm. it in our special uh, legit tough guys. He come in at number three. He could have easily been at number one, uh, just the way we did our list for the, uh, the podcast as well as for the YouTube channel. Um, that, that interview, there's so many people that I've seen that, that talked about how legit tough Harley was. You know, just uh, what a true champion he was. And he always said, you know, the the greatest champion on God's green earth, that whole stick he did, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I him just look at that camera a couple of times. Cause I watched ours that's on the YouTube, and I watched several other ones where he just looked at the camera and let people know, I would challenge anyone. You know, if you think you can get in a ring with me, and uh, he does that one where he's uh, shooting on Hawk Hogan, I think. And it doesn't mention Hogan, but it mentions New York, you know. And, and, and yeah. it's just so so intense, man. And the thing is, he just he could just a tremendous worker, but legitimate tough guy too. And and uh, yeah, he's we uh, sadly missed throughout the wrestling world. And uh, I don't know if there's anyone that probably didn't respect uh, Harley Race as a as a wrestler, as a champion, and and just probably as a human being too. You know, just uh, uh, just one of the rare people, man, that 
uh, had a car wreck in the first year, and they say he's never going to walk again. Here he ended up having a uh, since he's 15 years old, every everything, only thing he ever done was professional wrestling. You know, so yep. uh, man, just just um, uh, 76. He had a good run. You know, that's that's what I. That's, I, that's I, not I, bad. Enough, you know, but uh, rest. No, that is not bad. So. Harley Race was one of those guys. Yeah. You know, if a couple times guys tried to go over on him when they weren't supposed to, and he fucking put them in their oh, place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was that last of that era. I mean, Ric Flair was no slouch, and Ric Flair was champ because he could do the same thing. Harley Race was a man in a wheelchair that I would not have fucked yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. You know, guys, there is a book out there if you want to check it out um, that I have not read, but I've heard good things about. You can get to it by going to tinyurl.com slash Harley. The book is called King of the Ring, The Harley Race Story. Nice. I'm going to check it out myself, man. So yeah. That's tinyurl backslash BB King Harley. King the Harley. The book is called what? Uh, it's called King of the Ring, The Harley Race okay. Story. Okay. All right. Check that out, fans, and hope you it enjoy is, it. it. Yeah. It's by uh, Harley Race, uh, Jerry Tritz, and Bret Hart wrote the uh, forward to it. Nice. Okay. So. All right. That that should be a good one, and I will be checking it out soon. But you know, I just did a quick search to find out what what info there was out there, and that is what I came up with. Good deal. All right, yeah. So we got any shout outs or anything we want to do before we get started? No, no. We'll we'll talk about some of the people maybe during the show. We'll see. Um, just kind of we have this uh, t-shirts, man. These all-time favorite wrestling tees, and and I'll mention a couple people that wrote me on Twitter, give me theirs. Um, uh, I'll start off by saying uh, with the graphics that Tex sent out. We'll go ahead and put his over first. Um, he put a graphic out there, and and we use them on our you know page, our our, our Twitter pages. And one of them was um, I thought he he sent me one of the, the Mick Foley one, the um, uh, Cactus Jack one, a Dead or Alive. And yeah. then he said his personal favorite was uh, the um, the Hawkamania shirt. You know, no, I'm just kidding you, Tex. I'm just kidding. He put he liked the uh, the Wahoo McDaniel. Uh, what would Wahoo do? That was his personal favorite. So I wanted to start the show off and just give Tex that. If you want to give it a shout out, that's fine because he's over doing the the thing down in the boiler room with the YouTube channel and stuff. So uh, yeah, he he sent a good one with the uh, Cactus Jack uh, wanted dead or alive T-shirt. It's pretty popular. But his favorite was the. Um, uh, what would Wahoo do? Uh, t-shirt, and I think that's going to take us to another T-shirt about Wahoo too. And I'm going to let you tell us about that one because, from my understanding, I think you may still own one. Oh, I absolutely do. Um, it is one of my favorite T-shirts to wear because people always ask me. Well, either people ask me what it is, or they come up and they like bump my arm like, "Hey, great shirt!" And then you know <laughs> they know what it is. Yeah, what's that? Um, one? What is that one? <laughs> well, this is the uh, the I broke Wahoo's I broke Wahoo's leg T-shirt. Ah, yeah, man. And I yeah, I love this shirt. I just you know the quick backstory was uh, what I don't remember what Terry uh, Wahoo was working a program against Greg Valentine, uh-huh. and I think he had to go back to the AWA territory for a month or two. So you know, Greg the Hammer Valentine puts him in the figure four. Wahoo <laughs> Wahoo. Uh, Takes a powder, and so Greg Valentine starts wearing the I Broke Wahoo sh- uh, leg shirt on TV. There you go. No. And probably almost got himself stabbed a time or two, <laughs> I assume. Yeah, probably. Probably had to fight his way off a fucking couple of arenas <laughs> yeah. wearing that thing. Yeah, I knew I, you had a backstory to that shit T-shirt, though, man. Didn't you wear it in junior high? Well, no. I, I Well, I, I've worn it a few times in my life, but most recently was my ex-wife and I were in Vancouver a year or two back. Okay, okay. And, and we're in one of these uh, East Van stores, like these this little neighborhood in East Vancouver, this little hippy dippy spot, you know, and I'm wearing that shirt and the lady comes up and she's got this thick Winnipeg accent and she says, Oh, who's Wahoo? 
So I tell her the story real quick, and then she goes, oh, would he have ever wrestled Baron Von Raschke? I'm like, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he would have. Probably at that. And then, um, well, as soon as I get that out of my mouth, she goes, oh, you you, you got a little bit of an accent there. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> You've got a little bit of an accent. My speech, my speech is just fine. Yeah. Or she could have thought you was country like when we first started this podcast. I know Adam out there. He said, you boys are as country as can be. <laughs> and you said, well, I do kind of live in a country, but <laughs> I think I'm the one with the accent. I think you talk normal. <laughs> yeah. I, I just got that middle American. Like, I could live anywhere in the country, and nobody would think I was completely I out of place. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw another one out. I know we've got a, a graphic to go by, and we've got a, we've got some numbers and stuff. We kind of have an idea what, what T-shirts probably the most overall time but we want to talk about a little bit all of them uh one of my shout outs and go to my man uh metal mike mcdowell from here in ashland he sent me the uh the hot rod the roddy piper shirt oh, ronda yeah. rousey wears now with his blessing i guess uh but um man mike uh sent me that one in and and uh i really always liked that hot rod shirt too i really did and um i took a couple of the people to send them off twitter uh someone else said i uh, can't remember who the other person was that said they liked the hot rod one and then uh one of them we're going to talk about hey, I had a whole bunch of people talk about it but yeah that that hot rod t-shirt that was that was one of the most over t-shirts uh and i'm just going to throw this one out around the same time of course when the hawkamania t-shirts of course um so i don't know about this guy really fact check it it kind of went with something tex wrote in our notes there too was um i'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there so we got all three of them together jeremy to kind of give us a point of talking here sure. the, 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 the macho man t-shirt so with oh, the yeah. yeah so uh but i dare say piper might have been a first heel during this area we're going to talk about era we're talking about rather that had a t-shirt would that be would that be true you think the hot rod t-shirt Okay, so without doing any actual research or reading on yeah. it, I would say that it is, because I remember that was the first t-shirt, that was the first wrestling t-shirt I ever saw out in the wild. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know, just somebody wearing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So around that time period, all the first WrestleMania 1 and 2, and then around that mid-80s type thing, and then Tex had put, he thought the Macho Man might have been a first heel, but it's actually, I think he said... Uh, when he turned face, that Macho Man shirt that's so popular. But that's three popular T-shirts you'd see out back in the day. But I'm going to say I saw that Hot Rod one way before I saw any of the other ones out. Like you said, in mainstream, people wearing them around. So uh, pretty popular T-shirt, man. Yeah. Uh, first off, it looked a lot better on Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Roddy Piper coming to the ring with his kilt and that leather jacket, it was just, a, just looked tough as shit, oh, you yeah. know, when he'd come out and... He, you know, he's one of the only guys. So, okay, I'm a little something I'm going to share real quick. It makes me crazy when a wrestler talks to the camera on his way out. Like, I realize it's like trying to find something to do with your hands. You're walking, there's a fucking camera in your face. You got to do something. But usually you just see guys just start jacking their jaws and doing whatever. But Roddy Piper, when he'd come out and do it, you got a little scared. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he was a little crazy, Roddy Piper, and uh, it came through. Yeah. So he's one of the few guys who ever, like, did that in a way that I was like, yeah, you don't fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I got scared when I was in the ring with him. He wasn't even in the ring yet. He was talking to the camera, and he started calling me Ric Flair. He said, this kid thinks he's Ric Flair, you know. And, and I was like, oh, shit, he ain't talking to the camera there. He's talking to me. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's a whole other story for a whole other episode we've already talked about. But, yeah, I put that Hot Rod shirt over, man. That's that's pretty good shirt right there. We mentioned Hogan, of course, the macho man with the, the glasses. Everyone, you know, if you're not wearing you don't be wearing sunglasses in the swimming pool. You know, you don't be wearing sunglasses at the gym 
You don't be wearing sunglasses at the beach. You don't even be wearing sunglasses anywhere unless your name is Randy the Macho Man Savage. That's the only person that maybe yep. Elvis, maybe Elvis back in the day. But I'm gonna say no one else needs to wear sunglasses except for the Macho Man. I don't care if you're at the beach, the gym, or or, or pool. <laughs> Get them off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, a friend of mine uh, passed away a couple weeks ago, and I actually went with my ex to the funeral, and he died at my age from a heart attack. Mm. And you know, I just had a heart attack in December. Yeah. So on my way to the funeral, I stopped and bought sunglasses. I didn't take them off for a day and a half. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I got swollen eyes and shit. I ain't, I ain't taking nothing off my face. Okay. But yeah, other, other than that, <laughs> don't wear sunglasses. Indoors, that's people. right. That's right, man. Let's yeah. see. You want to jump to another one? Cause I, I know where I'm going to go with my next one, but I'm going to let you go ahead and jump. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got next? Oh, go ahead and throw yours in there. Go ahead. Throw. Well, so, um, all right. So the one I'm going to go with, and this one, you know, anybody that knows me or knows my brother, knows our family. The American Dream, Son of a Plumber. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah, that is that is Dusty Rhodes through and through. And I've said it before. My little brother is named after Dusty Rhodes. Right. We both we both own that shirt, and our dad was a plumber. So, you know. oh man, look special. And uh, with that said, you know, my favorite one, my personal favorite is the Funk You shirt. So since you oh, did yeah. the Dusty one there, uh, Son of a Plumber, how about the Dusty's an egg-sucking dog? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So I know we don't have a graphic on that, but that's another personal favorite, too. So we can kind of be the face in the heel of Professor over there, Son of a Plumber, you know, the all-American, the American dream. And then a Funk You with uh, Dusty's an egg-sucking dog, you know. So that's that's a good shirt, man. Yeah, that's uh, a real good one. That was just that shirt that uh you know it's just over you know um back in the day and and i can see why it's one of your favorites and you got a personal story with it too you know so oh, yeah the american dream some of the plumber <laughs> oh yeah um i think i think the t-shirt he wore said dusty sucks eggs but i think the speech was dusty's an egg sucking okay dog. so dusty sucks eggs with a shirt yeah, I there'd think be that for was the save out there in YouTube land. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of YouTube, um, that's uh dot com backslash BBBB video, and you can check out our YouTube channel right there as a shortcut to it. So for anyone out there listening that wants to check out some of our videos. So Yeah, absolutely. Text text does our graphics and our videos. Yep. Um I hope you remember to send them some food down there because I haven't sent any. Uh, he's down in the boiler room, you know, slaving away in in high temperatures over a broken old computer. He's still working on a uh, Apple II. <laughs> well, he does, but he does it, and he does a great job at it. Shit, he told me he does it mostly on his phone. <laughs> I was even more baffled then. Man, well, I'll tell you where I'm going to jump to because uh, we was talking about heels there with uh, the Roddy Piper shirt, the hot rod. Mm-hmm. I'll just kind of holding this back. I'm not going to throw out any, uh, just so everyone knows, there's no free bird rule in effect today because we're not doing a certain order or anything. But uh, I was hoping that this shirt would, we don't have a graphic on it because the graphic is etched upon my mind forever. But probably one of the first heel t-shirts was Dr. X, man. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you remember the Dr. X, or t- Dr. X t-shirts, but the the memory I have is Debbie Harry at L.A. Yeah. Forum in a pair of panties on stage. Nothing but panties and a fucking Dr. X t-shirt, man. So I think maybe Dr. X might be the first heel to have a t-shirt out there. Uh, but I saw that, and I'm like 15 years old. And, uh, man, if I'm going blonde, I'm going Debbie Harry blonde. If I'm going dark, uh, I'm going with uh, uh, fuck, Joan Jett. I'll go with her. Those 
Thanks, oh, there you go. So, yeah. Uh, I know it has nothing to do with the show, but I'll take a Burnett. I'll take Joan Jett and I'll take the blonde. I'll take Debbie Harry. Give away my age there, but Debbie Harry, the Dr. X t-shirt. I think that Dr. X t-shirt was over, man, because he sold those in the magazines. I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He was, he, that, that was a selling motherfucker so right that's there. That's the first t-shirt I wonder. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Debbie Harry. So we're talking late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, that might have predated that might have predated Hot yeah, Rod. I want to say I saw it in junior high school, like Cream Magazine, you know, something like that, yeah. guitar or something, you know, uh, maybe even Rolling Stone. Who knows? But anyway, um, all right. So I just want to throw that out there. We had a Doctor X T-shirts. Uh, I'm gonna let you talk about uh, the uh, Outsiders and the NWO for life and that right there, because I, I know where I'm gonna go next. But I, I think it's you know I know you said those are high on your list from back in the day. Uh, you want to talk about them right now? Uh, yeah, g- yeah. Give me one second here. I just googled Debbie Harry and I'm looking at her picture. So yeah, let me uh, let me switch that page out there. Uh, okay, there we go. Uh, yeah. So, now imagine being so, you know, to see that for the first time. <laughs> I did. Well, I remember I was a little kid the first time I saw her, and I think either her or Linda Carter ushered me into puberty at like the age of six. You know? I hear you. Um. So yeah, the N- NWO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Let's 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 get serious for a moment here, folks. Um, NWO. So the one thing on my list, and I know we can argue about this, and I've never checked actual sales numbers. I would say the NWO T-shirt is probably the most consequential T-shirt in wrestling history. Before the NWO T-shirt, you did not see people wearing wrestling T-shirts out in public very often. But then the NWO happened, the Monday Night Wars started, and everybody was wearing an NWO T-shirt. Yeah, they had the NWO for Life T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Then eventually, we had the Outsiders, right? That, that kind of, before the Outsiders showed up, that turned into like your NWO. So you're saying that's when, I think, the same thing around that same time period, because... That's WCW, and you got the NWO, the New World Order hit, and that that son of a bitch was over when Hogan made that turn. We've talked about mm-hmm. that before, but there on the other channel, there's some other T-shirts coming out too, and I think that's when this merch really started being mainstreamed. It was cool to wear a wrestling T-shirt. Uh, so I know we're not going to like get into this big controversial type thing, but a lot of people wrote in about the NWO, and a lot of people wrote in about Austin 316 being up there at top. So oh, yeah. those two, you got two, you got like you said the Monday Night Wars, and you got people, and with cable expanding like they did with the wrestling, you know, top ten cable shows like eight of them are fucking wrestling related, Raw and Nitro and Thunder and SmackDown. Uh, worldwide, um, I, I know it's, I could fact check it, but at one time, eight out of ten was wrestling shows on cable TV around 98 or so, 97, 98. And man, that merch was being pushed and it didn't have to be pushed because people would see it and go, Oh, fuck, that is a cool shirt. And they went out and got one. And it was either, you know, NWO, NWO for life. Uh, eventually NWO red, NWA white, and of course over on the other side they had the Austin 316 and, and everything else going on that, that, uh, gimmick machine over there, the merchandise machine from WWE pushing their stuff. So that's some over, over merch, man. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was trying to think, maybe, maybe the DX would be on that oh, list as well, yeah. if I were gonna say, yeah, if I were gonna say like top, 
top t-shirts from that time period. I mean, NWO for me would be top, but you're probably right. I think maybe the Austin shirt would outsold everybody. I don't know that because, you know, NWO is a huge, huge. I'm just going by just what some of the people did write on Twitter. They they put over the Austin t-shirt in, in their memory. But see, you like you said, DX, they sold a shitload of stuff, man, back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's popular. And you still see some of that stuff being worn. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, man, there's so many more we can go with on here. I know we've got it just, you know, kind of jumping around a little bit. Do you have any more to say about the NWO or uh, red and white or anything? Well, you know what, just, just those, we'll just stick with Austin, yeah. NWO, NDX. But I would say before then, it was not cool to be wearing wrestling shit out in public, right? I think you're right, man. I think that's, yeah. that's when it really started, they started pushing that merch. Like I said, just probably just took one or two of them being sold because at that time, when someone saw it out, they're like, it's cool to wear it again. And they get yeah. the the gimmick stands at the wrestling shows, and and uh, I'm sure the magazines had all the ads in there, and the DVDs, and all that shit. You know, get your T-shirts here, get your merch here. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Well, and and you know, just just those things like the NWO. I think the NWO made wrestling cool. <clears throat> But no, was anybody ever more over than Steve Austin as that character, that version of Steve Austin? Oh, uh, you know, we all wanted to tell the boss. Exactly. Ass. Yeah, we've talked you know. about that before, man. Him and McMahon, that was yeah. good stuff. You're right. And, uh, you know, that thing, too, it's like I say this about Jake the Snake all the time. Like, he had a way of talking that just grabbed you. And Steve Austin had that. But Steve Austin didn't do it by terrifying you. Steve Austin did it in a way that made you want to go out and punch somebody in the neck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Man. You know, you listen to Steve Austin talk. When he's done, you're like, yeah, fuck those exactly. guys. Yeah. He's got show you fired them. up, man. He's got yeah. you fired up. He sure does, man. Oh, man, I'm sure there's a lot of other T-shirts from that time period. Let's go back in time a little bit. I'll tell you who I saw uh, sell a lot of T-shirts with a Rock and Roll Express. But I'll tell you, another heel team that's probably over that had their own T-shirt, and that was the Four Horsemen. We've talked about them on this show enough. Go back there. Uh, We've already talked about Wahoo and, and, and Flair, uh, uh, the uh, Broke Wahoo's Leg shirt, Dusty shirts, and that. Go back that time for you with the Four Horsemen. They had their shirt, man. They had that gimmick with, you know, they were the stable. They were the studs, you know. And I don't not mm-hmm. cross-reference there, but they... They held that sign out there. They had them horses on that T-shirt, man. They went on the air with their workout trunks on or wearing their T-shirts when they weren't, you know, all, when Flair wasn't styled and profiling, which was very rare, he had on that horseman T-shirt, and he was strutting and shining, man. That was an over T-shirt back in the day. I never liked that graphic, but the horsemen were so cool that you're like, ah, fuck it. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with They could have done yeah. a lot better at that. But, you know, and consider the time period, though. I'm sure they could have done a whole absolutely. lot with it now. Same thing with Jerry Lawler's shirt with him throwing fire, Jerry the King Lawler. I, I'm not really crazy about that graphic, and I'm sure it was an old Memphis thing, you know, when a when merch down there first hit. We've talked about that before because they always had the gimmick wars. Every every arena show they had, man, they had the gimmick wars, and, which going to take me to one of my personal favorites, man, is because I'm a cornet guy. So the fake. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've seen so many people. Well, I go to some of these same events that Cornette goes to when I get out to some of them, and I cannot believe, I can believe that cult of Cornette. I see them people wearing the Cornette face shirt, man. It just cracks me up. My personal favorite, though, is the thank you, fuck you, bye. <laughs> I just, I, I used to say that, and when he was, I was listening to his podcast, when he started talking about that, I said, man, what a gimmick that is. I've said that before so many times. Thank you fuck you bye and he was smart enough that's why he's the boss 
<laughs> that's why you're. That's right. He figured out a way to make money off of it, man. But no, that cornet shirt is over for me. That that face where he's just looking like, you know, what the fuck, you know, uh, that's over. I don't. Uh, other than cult members, I'm sure there's not a whole lot of people wearing it, you know. Uh, same thing with Lawler. Unless you're an old school Memphis fan, they probably want a whole lot of people wearing those shirts and stuff. But um. Anyway, man, name some more shirts from back in the day that you really liked, or what your what do you think it's what do you think nowadays? Would you wear anyone? Is anyone out there nowadays have a shirt that you'd even want to wear, even though we're a little bit older now? The Bullet Club, uh, uh, maybe not right at this moment, but like a year or two back, okay. yeah, the Bullet Club shirts were hot. You know who I like, even though I don't, I can't quite get my head around him as a character, Marty Skrull. Okay, just the, he's a he's he, you know you watch him and like he's like he's kind of over, but he's supposed to be playing a villain, but like people still cheer him, so that's a little weird. But you know his in in ring antics are kind of fun, and uh, he had a, a villain shirt that was kind of based on the Bullet Club shirt that I like the look of too. That was okay, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, I don't. I see shirts that me shows these uh, the young guys having stuff and. Uh, uh, sometimes I get them and wear them to work out in and things like that. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just an old fuck. I don't, you know, yeah. just don't wear a lot of the wrestling t-shirts anymore. If I was going to wear one, if I had to pick a couple, I'd probably go with the hot rod one. I'd still wear that if, if, you know, and I wear the funky when a funky one I've got is so worn out, it's pitiful. Uh, but I've got it as a keepsake and, um, I'd probably wear the thank you, fuck you, buy t-shirt. Those are probably the three I'd want to wear nowadays, but I probably won't be seen in any of them soon. So, anyway. Um, let me think here. There was there was another one I was going to bring yeah. up. And I know we uh, kind of kicked around this subject, and that was the idea of this podcast, because hopefully some people will hit us up at... Uh, on Twitter, I'm at BobbyBlaze744. Jeremy's at the Geekish Cast, or you can help our joint account, which is Bell to Bell Blaze, and use the hashtag BBBB and let us know what your favorite T-shirt was or is. And it can be something recent or new if that's what your deal is. We just wanted to go with some of the shirts that were our all-time favorite wrestling T-shirts back when we were younger, back when we were watching the programs a whole lot more, and probably I think Jeremy really hit on it with that NWO. And then the Steve Austin, that era there around 97, the Attitude Era, what do you want to call it, the Monday Night Wars and stuff, man, that march just took off, man. Uh, and it was cool again. If if you ever were the kid that was probably, you know, that, that did wear a T-shirt back in the day when you was probably, you know, 5, 10, 12 years old or whatever, if you if you were did wear a wrestling T-shirt then, and people probably like, well, who the fuck's Wahoo or what, who broke whose leg or whatever, they don't know. But so you might have went through that era, or be at that age. But when that hit, when the NWO and uh, the Monday Night Wars hit, it was cool, like Jeremy said, to be seen wearing wrestling merchandise again. Yeah, you might have been through the Hot Rod stage or the Hulkamania stage earlier, or ten years earlier, or what have you. But man, when those two, when that Monday Night War hit, the merch flew off the, the gimmick tables, and it was cool again to wear wrestling gear or gimmicks rather, t-shirts. Guess what I was trying to say? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know that before, like Austin in the NWO shirt, I don't know that it was ever cool. You know, cause <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a weird thing with wrestling. Like it, it attracts like macho tough guy shit, but also like there's like a nerd streak to it. You know, well, I was going to use it's, that word actually. If you like a nerd in grade school, maybe and wore something that was wrestling related. I don't remember people really doing that. Yeah. We had a, a macho man press on that you got down to Army for like a dollar. You know, you just go home and you iron it on. It's something like you got to have a damn cereal box, you know. Uh, you, you just iron it on to a white T-shirt. They were down there uh, peddling those gimmicks. Of course, that's 
one black and white picture with just a quarter, and uh, you could get uh, a little color photo for like a dollar, a little four by six photo for like a dollar, you know. But uh, yeah. with the old ICW, so anyone that showed up with that kind of merch, there's that uh, or what do you want to call it back in the day, gimmicks or a wrestling shirt or what have you. It, it was rare that you know you might around where I was at, I'd see a lot of the same people, a lot of the same shows being in this area, whether it be in Huntington or Ashton, Ironton, wherever they come close to even Charleston as I got older in Lexington. I see the, saw a whole lot of the same people, but man, very rarely, I don't think I ever saw anyone outside the building wearing anything wrestling related or really even talking about that. But you might even talk about the magazines and trade them and be a part of a, uh, I never traded tapes, but I traded magazines and photos with people through the mail and from different arenas and stuff. And, um, but as far as the wearing stuff, I think it might have been considered a little bit nerdy. I don't know. Um, not to insult anyone, not there's anything wrong with that. I just don't remember people doing it uh, prior to, like I said, we mentioned the most T-shirts from the 80s with, with Hot Rod and Hawkamania and stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't think as to when you're talking about when that Monday Night War hit, that really that's when people started wearing the stuff and it's like, no nerds, it just it's just cool, you know. Uh, yeah, geeks, it's just cool, you know. It's, if you're a wrestling fan, you wore it, you know. If you was NWO, you wore it. If you was NWO black, NWO red, NWA white. If you were, you know, uh, uh, Austin guy or whoever, you know, um, you wore it. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think, like, again, I'm I'm just repeating myself, but I don't think I'd ever seen anything like that before then. And maybe the Bullet Club. Maybe the Bullet Club has come closest most recently. Maybe. I think you're probably right, and I'm glad about yeah. the DX one, because I remember back in the day, I think their merch did sell, too. And I'd say probably at Bullet Club, I'm drawing a blank. I don't watch a lot of products, but I'm with you. I'm, I'm Other than that Bullet Club being pretty popular, seeing that around, a lot of people wore it, too. You know, um, mm -hmm. I think you might be right on that. So uh, just out of curiosity, you probably can look it up real quick. Who's selling the most merch T-shirts today? Who, what is the one that kids? What what are all the kiddies wearing nowadays? So we could bring. Well, let's up. let's take a moment and we'll go yeah, ahead and do that. That's why I figure you might want to do because I'm all out of our old school ones. We just kind of went through all of them. Austin three sixteen, the Piper Hot Rod, one, the Macho Man, one, the Cactus Jack, one, the Dead or Alive. I broke Wahoo's leg, Dr. X, Hawkamania's, the uh, NWO for life, uh, the Four Horsemen, the King. Um, Tex mentioned honorable mention one for um, uh, I'm an animal lover for George the Animal Steel. I didn't ever see that around, but uh, then your favorite, of course, the uh, American Dream, some of a plumber. Um, those type things. We went through all those. What's what, what? And you mentioned Bullet Club being hot uh, here in the last mm -hmm. year and, and, and a couple of years prior to that. What what's the hottest things out there nowadays? And don't fucking tell me the young bucks. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I'm I'm not going to say anything, but I think I think that might be that might be it. I I didn't have to look it up. I'm just a savant yeah. idiot. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I was trying to steer clear of that because, you know, we've been having a good time. We're laughing. We're getting along. Uh, there's no need. There's no need to mention those super kicking <laughs> son of a bitches right now. So it is over though, right? Okay. Yeah. What else is on here? Just curious. Um, uh, Seth Rollins. Okay. Ronda Rousey. Oh, good, good. Um, I just lost that page. Hang on here. The Shield, I guess that would be okay. a year or two back though, okay. but yeah. All right then. Well, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'll tell you what, here's the thing, Finn Balor. So what it is, where, where I will put my money on this, it's, uh, pretty boys and whoever the company is putting the money behind. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. 
And yeah. I'll say this, and, and I know we've... Uh, oh, I assume the AEW t-shirt's hot. Yeah, right? there you go. That's probably pretty hot. Yeah, good one. The, uh, the whole thing is about merchandising, you know. Uh, and if right now, like you said, a, what AEW shirts, I, I have seen those around, um, especially on online, not so much in person. But right. I'm sure if I went to more shows, I would see them uh, in person shows or shirts rather. The uh, the thing about this man, we talk about merch, and uh, I got to put them over to an extent. The young bucks, at least they learn how to merchant uh, market their merchandise. You know what I'm saying? So I think we've talked about that before. I give a little uh, devil's due, their little credit where it's due, I guess. Uh, I was just sitting there while you was looking. I was like, man, I know they're probably on that list somewhere because they, they peddle their shit, man. And um, and good for them. You, that's the whole idea of the business. If you're in it, you've got to try to make money. So Yep. No, nobody's doing this for their health. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, I assume the Rusev Day t-shirt is probably over. Okay. You know, one of my favorites that I have seen is, uh, I've seen a pro wrestling from Hollywood. A guy came out to the ring, oh, about a year ago wearing a t-shirt that was the Buffet Club. That one was kind of funny. <laughs> you know, heavy set guy, he had like a chicken wing in his mouth. Yeah. You know, that was pretty good. Yeah. The Dad Bods, I think, is a little three-man team that's trying to do some stuff similar to that around here. They All the guys come out and they do a little bit of dance and this and that, and they just kind of got the dad bod thing. I don't know if that's uh, something new in wrestling or not, but it's not hard to achieve. Just uh, uh, drink beer and eat like I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. As Tony Schiavone told me about Dusty Rhodes, he said, just think, you too can be a fat old ex-champion, Bobby. So uh, you might have thrown the word drunk in there too. I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah, we, um, we don't let people talk about no, Dusty Rhodes no, like no, that on this show. No. Uh, but yeah, so we've got, um, the American Dream, Son of a Plumber t-shirt. For me, uh, it's the, uh, Funk You. And for Tex, it is, um, what would Wahoo do? And, uh, then we had several people that did write in with the Austin 316. And a bunch of people, uh, wrote in with the, uh, the Hot Rod one. Um, and then we talked about every damn t-shirt coming and going. Um, Anything else to do or say before we pay a couple more bills, Jeremy? You have any more shout-outs or anything? I know you're... Well, you know, well, what we should do real quick is uh, tell everybody about your books. Oh, okay. Well, you got, I've got two books, and you can get them. If you go to Amazon, they're both available there. But here's the way you can help the program out. Pin Me, Pay Me, my first book. Pin Me, Pay Me, Have Boostful Travel. Just go to tinyurl.com backslash blazebook1, and I'll take you right to the link. The show gets a little kickback, and you can purchase the book. If you want to read my second book, I kicked that on too, The Educational Wrestler. All you do, go to tinyurl.com backslash blazebook2. It'll take you right there. Again, doesn't cost you any extra. But the show gets a little bit of kickback from that, and uh, I appreciate it. You know, um, I get a little kickback from you purchasing the book. Uh, the show, Pin Me, Pay Me book, the, the, uh, I kicked out on two book. If you buy either one of them, that little bit of kickback goes over to, I guess, just what do we call it here, Jeremy? The That goes to the program. We, just, we yes. put it in a you know, it just helps pay for a hosting fees or any other things we have, what I'm trying to say, occur uh, during bot podcast. We've had a GoFundMe to help support this show. The books help support the show. Um, let me mention this, the Amazon Prime. If you try Amazon Prime, 
uh, for 30 days. It's free. You can do that. I'll let you tell them a little bit more about that. But again, the show does get a little bit like two or three dollars, but folks, it adds up and it helps does support the show. And we appreciate that. So tidyurl.com backslash blazebook1 for pin me, pay me. tidyurl.com backslash blazebook2 for I kicked out on two. And Jeremy, why don't you tell them about Amazon Prime? Okay, so Amazon Prime is a hell of a deal. If you are not taking advantage of it, you are missing out. You know, again, I've been off cable for years and years. I use it for watching movies and TV shows. But also with Amazon Prime, you get access to music and one-day shipping if you're in the right markets, two-day at most. You get everything you want for free shipping in two days. That's pretty awesome. You know, I buy most of my, well, you know, honestly, at this point in my life, I buy most of my household wares that way, too. I need, like, a blender. I get it on Amazon. It's here in a day or two. You want a fondue pot? It's there. You can you can watch old Memphis wrestling on there. The, Amazon does everything, Bobby, is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. I know. The last couple of things I've ordered, I've got them the very next day. Uh, and I have saved money on shipping, and I have enjoyed uh, several old movies I've mentioned the last few weeks. Um, I've got a couple of series I do watch, but um, they're in between shows right now, I guess, in between seasons, if you will. But I am completely happy with my Amazon Prime. And I know if you're out there listening, if you give it a try for 30 days, it's totally free to try. It's totally free. Just go to bbtryprime.tinyurl.com backslash bbtryprime. And again, the show gets a little bit of kickback from that, and every little penny helps. And also, we're trying to save you some money on that deal, because even if you just order a book for $5 or $10, the shipping might be $5 on that book. Man, I order books, and I get them usually in the next day or two now. And also, I save 4 or $5 for shipping. Ship books, little paperback books, sometimes I can get them for two ninety nine, and shipping was three ninety nine. Now I just get it shipped free, and I save my money that way. Plus, I get the streaming and the music. Uh, I was just talking to a good friend of mine the other day. Uh, he, he uses Prime. He loves it. Um, I don't think you can go wrong using Amazon Prime, folks. I, I, I wouldn't. No. I'm not, I don't. Yeah, the two or three bucks the show gets a kickback from, that's great. But I'm telling you, as a fan, you're going to save money in the long run, and you're going to enjoy being an Amazon Prime member. So that's that's my my deal right there. I just tell you, you yeah. know, you know. So I like well, and this, you know, my so my grandson has been out of town for the last month, and uh, my son and he and I get together on Thursday nights and watch a movie. Well, with my grandson being gone, me and my son were like, hey, we should watch horror films for the next month. <laughs> that's all we're going to watch. Okay. So we watched Adam Green's Hatchet series. <clears throat> All of it, except one movie, was available for free on Prime. One of the best slasher film series ever made. It's the the blood the blood amount in this movie is so over the top it almost becomes comical. <laughs> it looks like they put it on with a fire like a fire extinguisher. I mean that is just over the top. But yeah, the nice thing about Amazon is you jump on there. You want to buy something, you can buy it. You want to watch something, they got something to watch. I use it to stream music to my phone. Literally, you can get everything through there. And for 30 days, you can try it free, Bobby. Where can they go to? They can go to townurl.com backslash BB Try Prime. There you go. That's so that. Yeah, check it out. Yes. Check it out. All right, Professor. We've talked about T-shirts, man, and we've talked about a shitload of T-shirts. I think you're going to put up some links later on and send them out that people can go, and they may be able to purchase some of these T-shirts. Is that correct? That's right. I'm hey. gonna. What I'm gonna try to do is do tinyurl.com slash bb and then shirt and a number. That's what I'm gonna shoot for, anyways. Mm-hmm. So you know, we will see what we can do to get that going. Right on, man. Right on. If you're out there listening, hit us up on Twitter. I know there's a you. 
we've got our YouTube channel. We've got a, um, a Facebook page. But you can hit me up on Twitter at BobbyBlaze744, Jeremy up at the Geekish Cast, or the joint account at Bell to Bell Blaze. Use the hashtag BBBB if you want to. It's a little bit easier that way for me. But I see it and I say, hey, all right, we left that T-shirt off, or we should have had this T-shirt. Uh, we may say, you know what? You may fact check it. You may say, oh yeah, well Austin shirt outsold NWO or NWO outsold Austin or whatever. Anything like that? Hit us up on Twitter and let us know, man. Share it with us, because I unlike the YouTube comments, because I don't read the comments. I leave that to the professor. <laughs> And I leave it to uh, text down in the boiler room. Uh, you know, I'll let them handle that. But now on Twitter, I stay active on that. And I do like to hear the feedback on there uh, about the show and uh, about my books and about old school wrestling and, and just all that good stuff, man. So uh, so that's my social media, and I dig it. And uh, that's all I really got to say other And I'm sorry about uh, that wet spot Melinda left on your futon. But yeah. I know you love that futon, man. I do. That's uh, it's it's really my favorite piece of furniture now. <laughs> well, I'm gonna sign off, man. I'm gonna let you finish this up here on the program. I'm just gonna clock out, man. So, <laughs> well, I I also wanted to share this story real quick. My little brother just posted on Facebook a link on Kayfabe News, and uh, it opens with this: "Face of the $400 replica of a WWE Championship belt slung over his shoulder." 26-year-old wrestling fan Todd Higgins spent the afternoon moseying around the Squared Circle Heroes Convention with an emotional state somewhat resembling self-esteem. <laughs> Don't take your fucking replica belt out in public, people. What? What? What the fuck? I mean, if you do take it out in public, you should have to defend it. <laughs> oh man. I know that's one of your pet peeves. <laughs> it really is. It really is. You know. Yeah. It's, um, oh, it just. I'm a nerd. I've got a belt. I've got the NWA title. You know what? It's on the wall with my lightsaber where it belongs. Okay. I don't take either one of those fucking things out in public. All right. Well, with that said, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go post just a bunch of links to replica title belts now and see if anybody like buys them in defiance just for shits and giggles. Well, Bobby, it's been a blast. It's, uh, this was a fun topic. I enjoyed it. I this. did too, man. I'm, I'm just going to go over here and put me a wife beater on and drink some beer. <laughs> there you go. Maybe write, just write pin me, pay me on the front of your shirt. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Tex talked about this, so we are going to do a bit about Olivia Walker for the YouTube channel yeah, here pretty that soon. that sounds good. He's going to script it. Uh, I'm going to record it, and then you and I are going to talk about it, I think, is the format we're doing. Right. Just keep me so in the loop. I'm really looking, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. No, I think it should be fun if we start doing just like... So we're that age now where the people we grew up, like, who were important in wrestling, we're losing them yeah. now. Or they're gone. Mm -hmm. And if we don't talk about them, they're going to be forgotten. Yeah. So this is this is our opportunity, you know, me and you and Tex, yeah. to help people remember these people. Yeah. And uh, we've talked about doing that stuff on the YouTube channel. And um, I'm looking forward to getting to some of those. That's going to have to be the format. We'll have to one of us do some writing, which we're all three mm -hmm. good at, and um, format it in a way. And that way we can come on and talk about it. And we can present it to the YouTube channel and keep these people. You know, we've done Unsung Heroes, and we're talking about Olivia Walker from last week there on the program, if you're just, you know, catching into this program. So, yeah, we need to honor those people. Like you said, we've got that Harley Race on the tough, uh, legitimate tough guys. He's on several lists uh, on the yeah. YouTube channel. He's on the uh, the greatest world champions on there we had you know him and flair and bockwinkle you know up there so again harley's on top of a lot of our list and you can find those on the youtube channel too and that's that at you know just tiny royale backslash 
BBBB video, you know, you find any of those. Uh, and those tough guys, ones, those really took off legitimate badasses. And I'm yeah. really looking forward to these little, probably seven to ten, maybe 15-minute segments we're going to do special for uh, YouTube, the YouTube channel. And Olivia Walker, I think, we decided to be the first one. I, that's going to be exciting, man. So um, anyway, it seems like every time I'm trying to – to, we we trying to get something going, and it's like okay, uh, this is a great idea. We just gotta, you know, I know we got a Patreon coming up pretty soon. We're talking about doing. Some of your fans are gonna be involved in stuff. We're really just trying to keep this podcast going and having fun with it. And like you mentioned earlier, man, today was a fun topic because of all the T-shirts we got to mention, I got to get that image in my head once again of Debbie Harry. Woo, man, wearing a Doctor oh, yeah. shirt. So I'm a wow, yeah. I'm, I gotta tell you. I, I buried the uh, the page where I was looking at Debbie Harry images, but I did not close it. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll be coming back to that later, I'm sure. Well, okay, Bobby. Well, it's been a blast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You know, uh, until next time, for Bobby Blaze, for myself, Jeremy Vilmer, bye-bye, everybody.